Yes, I agree. back just us buddy perfect the way i like it it's been a while um so yeah no guests in this one so don't need them don't turn it off guys stay tuned this is gonna be a kick-ass oh, podcast these are the ones they like the most yeah true so yeah and uh we just got done with rock wars we did another mma promotion here in thailand and we actually made history yeah patea yeah. this weekend so we uh we've been there all weekend it's stressful putting these shows on, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's not easy. And we came into this one really late, and but we pulled it off. I don't Tell know how man, we did it, but we did it. It's stressful, but, man, that's a lot of fun when you get to meet. I mean, we had fighters from Cambodia. Philippines. I don't, you know, I don't know anybody from Cambodia. Yeah. yeah. Bangkok, obviously um, Phuket. So. Phuket everywhere, man. And, like, uh, you know, this was just a conglomerate of, like, entities that came together and 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 all had you know their skills and put things together and so you know it was uh jns um concert promotions vicious circle big one um sabotage mikeswick.com mikeswick.com fairtex <laughs> came on board and sponsored uh true arena who yeah um and we all came together and put on a show which was the reason it was historic was it was the first live, the first local shot live MMA show in Thailand's history on live TV. So, you know, anyone that's been in Thailand and knows Thailand, Muay Thai's king. And that's, that's the only thing you see on TV. So the UFC and 1FC does get replayed and sometimes live, but it's shot outside. But there's not local Thai events shot live in Thailand yeah. that are MMA. This was the very first time. So we, we were kind of like the the trailblazers and had to like Amen. set the bar and kind of like show a bunch of Thai people what, what MMA is about. Because I mean, this is kind of like going back in time when MMA was coming up in, in America, you know, and people were like, what the hell is this? So there was a lot of, and, and, and on our main card, we had two Thai fighters, um, top Noi, top Saxkaran yeah. from Tiger. Even that girl from Tiger, uh, Luma Luke Lu Boomi. Yeah. They were, Holy you shit. know, these are very, very well-known Muay Thai fighters yeah. who are, have transitioned into MMA. And so there were, there were a lot of Thai people probably watching TV like they're Thai fighters, but why are they in a cage? Why are they doing takedowns, defending takedowns? Yeah, they and, all did. And Luma, really well. yeah. Luma was like doing great on the ground, you know? Yeah. So it was very entertaining. And then we had performance. Out of, the, uh, out of the six fights, only one went to decision. Yeah. So it was action-packed. You, know, you know, for it to be on TV and, you know, us doing it, kind of helping out, of course, with other guys, Sam and Lee and, of course, you know, George and stuff, but... Yeah. Yeah, man, it was Thomas. I'll do it again. Your boy Thomas. Oh, Thomas, man. This guy Thomas from Sweden, man. He go ahead and say what you uh so people can picture what Thomas looks and sounds like. Well he's <laughs> it's gonna sound bad, but this dude's probably what, six one, two no, thirty? We compared height. He's like five eleven. Whatever. I don't know. If you're under six five you don't count. All right. We'll but um uh anyway, I mean he's he's a stout built guy, does triathlons or some weird shit like that. But he's got a high-pitched voice, man. So I think I kind of pissed him off. I when said, he gets excited. Yeah. yeah. He's he didn't excited. walk around squeaking or anything. He hugged me 41 times. Yeah, he's he, a good guy. Really, yeah, yeah. But he did look like um, uh, Popeye, but sounded like Minnie Mouse. Yeah, he liked that when you told him that, too. He didn't, yeah. 
That was like that was like maybe five minutes into meeting him. And then when I said I slept with his sister, that didn't help. Yeah, yeah, that definitely went south from there. Well, but then your best friends in the green room in yeah. the back, so that yeah. was cool. It's amazing what one beer will do. I was like, ah, I got to go break this up, and then you guys are just hugging and being yeah, best he's a nice guy, man. Like I said, everybody out there was cool as shit, man. It was even the owner of the club we were at Bone Chang. Chang, man, that dude, Chang is the man. Cool as hell. Chang's younger than us, man, and his club is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go in details with how much things cost, but... God, I wish you would, though. Oh, That's my God. He's, he spent a fortune on that. So, but anyway, yeah, so the the event went good, and uh, it was fun. Um, we had we had six fights, four on the live broadcast. We're going to replay like the UFC used to do on the yeah. pay-per-views if we had time. But, dude, we literally, we cut it down to... I mean, they wanted us done five minutes before yeah. 10 o'clock, and it was like six minutes before. Well, thank God that kid got kicked it. in the nuts. And that took a good, what, nine minutes? It was a girl. By the way, let's go ahead and, and touch on that because that is the first time in my entire career I've seen a female take a knee to the groin and needing and the well, yeah, first, needing the the, fir, or the full five minutes. Yeah. Well, you remember I was in the back, so I didn't know exactly who would have it. I mean, it's, something, it's something you've always kind of wondered, like, what happens? Like, if I don't know. Do girls wear cups? Well, well, from what I heard... I mean, A cups and B cups, I get all that shit, but I'm talking about, <laughs> like, the cups. They vary. Uh, from what I heard, boxers do. So female boxers have a some some kind of cup, but in MMA, because of the movement, they don't have a cup that, that's comfortable or it fits. So it's kind of always been kind of something that I guess you've thought about, like, what happens if a girl gets... Since, you know, women's MMAs came around... What happens if a girl get, takes a low blow? Yeah. Like you know, because it can't feel good. No, I mean, I mean it doesn't just because she doesn't have reproductive organs. What we now. have, it can't feel good to take a knee right to the groin. So well, you don't have what I have. Okay, whatever. So anyway, the point was we we got that question answered because she was in like dire pain and yeah. like she took the full five minutes. So I wonder what a female cup looks like. I don't know. Well, that's another thing we might have to get into that's, in a yeah. future podcast. Maybe we'll bring one on. Yeah, I, I've line. never I've never heard or seen anything about it. Like, I, I really don't know, but it's interesting. So yeah, there's that. But anyway, so we, we had the fights, they ended right on time. And then we had, uh, immediately at 10 o'clock performances by clear, uh, paradox, um, big ass rock band and hero bust. Yeah, I mean, these hero are the biggest shit. names in Thailand. I mean, these guys are I huge. Enjoyed, man. That was some good music. Yeah. Actually. I'm not a real big live music fan, but it was, it was awesome. Yeah. I so yeah, again. too bad we had to leave in the morning. Oh, which was a fucking treat. Yeah, so so we were kind of up a little bit late because anytime we finish a show, we gotta yeah, it's been tough. Mingle. It's never easy. And then we had to mingle a little bit and uh, and kind of celebrate the fact that we survived and the show came off okay. Apparently, it came off really good on TV, mm. and it was good there. So uh, apparently, it was a success. And uh, I can't wait to see the footage. We'll be putting it on Facebook. I posted some pictures on my Instagram. So Instagram forward slash Mike underscore Swick. Um, and then we will post hopefully the video from uh, True Visions on my Facebook at uh, Force That's Mike Swick. Hopefully soon. But I got a little free advice for people if they come to Thailand. Yeah. If you say you want to go to the airport, name the fucking airport that you want to go to. That was fun, wasn't it? We uh, tried to get to the Pattaya Airport, and they took us to Bangkok. So obviously we don't have flights booked there. So we had to. Mm -hmm. Air Asia does well, not refund money. Well, the guy came out, and so if you're in Patea, there is an airport in Patea. It's a small airport, and they have one flight a day, Air Asia, one in the morning. Well, well basically just one in the morning. Um, and we had a direct flight already paid, already booked mm. to go straight back to Phuket. With free meals? We, already, <sighs> we were all excited because we booked our meals online, and that was all great. 
And we got in the taxi and he asked us if we want to go to Bangkok because we said the airport. And jokingly, I'll, you know, I was like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, no, 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 go to Patea, you know, obviously. And he's like, okay, an hour and 20 minutes. And it was 45 minutes coming in from the airport. It was still not right next to the hotel. So I assumed like, okay, traffic or something. And next thing you know, we're like half asleep and we're in and out. And then like, he's like, okay, we're here. And it's like, airport in Bangkok. I still can't pronounce that airport. Sherminto, sure. Sure as fuck was the wrong one. It was the wrong fucking airport. That, that's for sure. And when I saw that, I was like, we're in Bangkok. So he drove us from Patea to what Bangkok. What really pisses me off the most is the flight, the meal on the flight. You know, I had a nice chicken lasagna planned for me and all that shit. Yeah. And they gave us tuna fish sandwiches. I will literally eat raw chicken. I'll, I didn't even open it. I knew better. Dude, I knew better. Tuna fish. You know how I feel about tuna fish. I would seriously, I'll eat raw chicken. I'll risk salmonella before I ever eat tuna. I don't know how people eat tuna fish. Yeah, but, but but I will say you stink the, the house up every time you fucking eat it here. But I do eat a lot of tuna fish. I'm trying to eat healthy right now. Uh, I will say this though. Oddly enough, we drove from Patea to Bangkok, bought a plane ticket last minute, and it was what 15 minutes earlier than the flight we were going to take yeah. in Patea, and we ended up getting back earlier. Now we lost ten so fifteen thousand bucks. Yeah, we spent an extra five hundred dollars to <laughs> get spent, home ten minutes early. Yeah, so we spent but, about five hundred bucks to get home a little bit early. So that but was worth it. We did get home early, and uh, so there's that. But other than that, man, dude, what a great trip. It was good, I mean, man. Yeah, that sucks, obviously, but... And you fell asleep on the plane on my shoulder, which was a little weird, kind of, like, because, like, it was only an hour flight. And there was 40 open seats. Yeah. I guess I could have gone You could have, like, laid down. Well, look at those shoulders, man. Yeah. And fun fact, uh, while you were sleeping on my shoulder, I was uh, looking at an article, and did you know that there is a cat poop coffee? Cat poop coffee? Yeah. I shit you not. Feline feces. There is a uh, cat, a civet, I believe it was, from Indonesia. I'm not familiar with the civet from Indonesia. Oddly enough, from the island of Java. <laughs> I see what you did yeah, there. And I've been to Indonesia a few times. And I guess it's from Bali too. And it is a civet cat who eats some kind of, they, they just shove it in a cage and feed it coffee beans. Or, or This is bullshit. I can't make this up. Do you think I'm making up that a cat shits out coffee beans and, and they sell it? Well, I'm not a big coffee drinker. Why would I make that up? Nor do I like cats. I'm just saying it's a fun fact because this is what I did while you were sleeping on my shoulder. So they so they, <laughs> so they cats get fed coffee beans, yeah. shit out coffee grinds? Do they grind it? How no, it there's, not a, there's not a lot of things to do when you're sitting there and someone's on your shoulder. So I was like looking at the articles and it was a magazine someone left. And then when I saw it, you know, cat feces. And then they had, they had animations of how the process worked. So they had a cartoon cat in the cage. Then they had a cartoon cat eating the beans. Then they had a cartoon cat pooping the beans. Then they had a gatherer pick up the beans. And yeah, they, they, they came out fully like beamed. Like they weren't, they weren't like uh, grinded or anything. So I guess they take these beans and they put them in. It's apparently from what I'm gathering from the article, one of the most expensive coffees in the world. It's thirty five to fifty dollars a cup. Fuck that. Yeah, something like a hundred and something bucks. I, I forgot. It, you think it tastes like shit? I don't know. They said that it's more sold as a novelty, but it is a, a pretty in demand kind of in certain areas of the world. At that point, how do you know it's not just some drunk twenty five year old guy just shitting in a fucking bag of coffee now? They had photos and everything, man. It was like it's like a Poor it's like cats. a real deal. I don't know if you can they have bird, they have birds nest soup here in uh, Thailand for yeah. the Chinese. And bird's nest soup, for those of you that don't know, it's 
there's birds that live in these caves out here and these uh, islands and they spit up something out of their stomach and whatever they spit up, they build this nest and it's somehow they collect this, I guess, vomit maybe. I hope I'm right because I'm an expert on the cat poop soup or shit? cat poop Would coffee. You drink this? If we had, some, but the birds nest soup, I'm not 100 accurate on. But they do collect it out of here, and it is it does come out of the bird's mouth, whatever this is, and it's called bird's nest soup, and they make all kinds well, of stuff. I know it's stuff. expensive shit. They make it in everything, all types. You see it all over but time. I, I want to know if somebody were to send us, or if we had some, would you drink cat shit coffee? No, no. You wouldn't even try it. I barely drink coffee. No, I wouldn't drink cat poop coffee. I just thought it was a cool story to share. There's not a lot of articles that keep me like, you know, I had to read the whole article. So I was wow. like, I, it was just, yeah, I thought I'd just share that. I appreciate that. I'm, um, you really make me not want to drink coffee even more now. Who who would have known, right? Wow. I, don't yeah. know what, I don't know. How do we segue into something else here? Yeah. Well, so let's talk about uh, that UFC fight today. Yeah. Yesterday with uh, Yushin Okami. Yeah, so I fought Yusin Okami, obviously. And uh, fun fact, I also just got that picture of that sponsored banner. Yeah. But anyway, let's go back to the fight real fast. Um, yeah, he it was a, they didn't throw a punch, I think. It was the, the second fight in UFC history where there wasn't a significant strike thrown. Now, they took him down. There was a couple of these, you know, in the, in the ribs or whatever. They didn't do shit. But he uh, Von Flew the shit out of him. Yeah. Yusin Okami went to sleep. Apparently, there's only been three Von Flew chokes and... OSP's got two of them. So there's there's some fun. Are we throwing fun facts back and forth? Yeah, and it, it wanna, it's wanna, disheartening a little bit when I got punched by Yushin Okami about 300 times to lose my decision. Now, but, now, but hold on. But that was also a uh, a history-making fight, too. Yeah. yeah. Why don't yeah. you share that with the children? Well, with the sponsor banner, you mean? Yeah. Okay, so I got uh, I just got the picture, finally. So, I mean, it's been how many years since UFC 69 it was April 2007. Fuck, man. I mean, that was, it's been like 10 years. We're looking at, yeah, 130 months. So <laughs> MMA Junkie did an article. Fuck. I'll go and tell the full story because I, it's kind of historic, right? Yeah, I enjoy it. So I was the first person to actually use a fight sponsor banner in the history of the sport, which I wish I got residuals on like every sponsor banner since then because that'd be pretty sweet, right? Well, every single, everybody uses them now, except so, UFC now. So oddly enough... From the time I dropped, we dropped the banner till now sitting in this podcast room, no one's ever asked me about it. But there's been one article done about it from MMA Junkie. I think they talked to John Morgan or something. And somebody was on like this, this trail to like find who the first sponsored banner was, like who used the first sponsored banner. And, and it was you in Houston. Well, here's, it was me. Yeah. In so fucking he, Houston. here's the funny thing. <clears throat> I actually learned I was the first to use the sponsored banner from that article. Uh, I know this sounds weird. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make more sense out of this in a second. So I'm looking at the internet, and it says, uh, who was the first uh, person to use a sponsored banner in fighting? Now, I knew I was one of the first, for sure, but I didn't know if I was the first, right? Because at the time, you know, like say you get a new sponsor on your shorts, and you've never seen it before. You don't know that no one else has used that, that sponsor. Yeah, yeah. You just know that you, know, you haven't seen it. So when we decided to do the banner, I know I've never seen it before, and it was a huge risk. I didn't know if someone else did it or not. And I never thought nothing else about it because I lost the fight by decision. And then it was it was a traumatizing fight. I was going to fight Anderson Silva if I won that fight. It was number one, number one contender fight. It was in Houston. Forgot was so I didn't give fight. a shit about the banner. But anyway, so I'm looking at this article on MMA Junkie, and I'm like, 
damn, I wonder who, who was the first person to use the first sponsored banner if it wasn't me. And I go through the article, and I think the article was done in 2013. So, I mean, it's still been yeah. four years. So you've and, been holding this in for four years. And still, no one's asked me nothing about it. So anyway, they go through the article, and they watched every UFC, every match, and the first time they ever saw somebody drop a sponsored banner was me. And they announced it in the article, and they said, blah, blah, blah. And then I started remembering, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because I remember John, uh, well, John Fitch first mentioned it, I think, to Bob Cook. The American Top Team used to drop their team banner, and it said American Top Team. And Bob Cook, we were getting a lot of sponsors at the time. Me and, uh, it was me, Koscheck, Fitch, Forrest, Chuck. We, we were all kind of dealing with the same management, and um, we had a lot of sponsors. So I think Bob then took it from there and said we should put um, sponsors on the banner. And it was just hearsay, not hearsay, but just talk and like, you know, nothing, nothing came of it. And then I had the next fight and I had a lot of sponsors. And I remember Bob came up to me and he goes, so Swick, and this was pretty close to the fight, mind you. And he goes, Swick, what do you think about us dropping a vinyl banner behind you when they do the introductions and we put your sponsors on there and we'll make you a little bit more money? What sponsors? Do you remember any of them? It was toe-to-toe, sprawl. Renegade Fightwear and Pan Incorporated. No Condom Depot? No Condom Depot. Did you ever have Condom Depot? Nope. So uh, I remember thinking to myself, well, the first thought I had was, and, and I hope I'm right about this, but I remember that I think Rico Rodriguez, at one point in the early days, uh, he wanted to put a, I don't know if he wanted a banner, and he didn't want a banner, actually. That was, it wasn't a banner, but he wanted to put a big uh, tattoo on his back, like a painted, was a hentai or whatever, of uh, uh, goldencasinosomething.com. It was Rico Rodriguez. Yeah, it was one of the first yeah. like, uh, like gambling online casino things. And I remember he was trying to do it or something, and then Dana put a stop to it. But it was somewhere else. It was They banned that sponsor for whatever reason, and he was trying to find a way to go around the system, and so he ended up putting it on his back. And no one knew. And then he walked out and he fought with it. And I believe Dana lost his shit and the UFC got pissed and fined him and all this stuff. So that's all I thought about at that point, right? I'm thinking like, dude, you drop a fucking vinyl banner behind me and like, I'm going to get fucked for sure. You can kind of block that out though. Well, it was so close to the fight and I'm thinking like, I mean, it took me a second to think about it, to be honest. It wasn't like an instant answer. And then, and then... Bob's like, well, I mean, what can they do? What's the worst they can do? You're already out there. You're gonna fight. I'm like, well, they can find me. They can kick my corner out. I mean, I didn't want to come back. A point. Yeah. I didn't want to come back after the second round and no corners there because Dana's like, you know, what the hell were you guys doing? Get out of here. You don't listen to them anyway. But I had a good relationship with Dana, and so I think that's the only reason why I said, cool, let's do it. Because I'm like, I get along really well with Dana. We've done a lot, a lot of PR together. So I'm like, at worst case, he's gonna come to me and say, Swick, what the hell are you doing? Like, really, you're gonna put a banner without asking me? Well, see, what's crazy is when you fought at 189, the last fight, you were able to use a banner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, no, no. No, I didn't. That was the f- so I was on the first. So I was the first guy to actually use a sponsored banner, and I was on the first card that the UFC stopped using banners. Yeah. So the fight before that I went, I went with you, went backstage, I actually took the banner to go get it checked. You remember that? Oh, that's when I was getting reamed by the guy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was. But it's ironic that because you did that banner shit ten years ago, he had a job. This guy has a job, now. right? Yeah. So what happened there was in the morning. For those of you who don't know, in the morning of the fight, 
ironically, the maybe it's the weigh-ins or the fight at that time. I don't remember. But they got to check shorts. You had to get your shorts checked. You had to get the sponsor banner checked, and they have to approve the logos, which makes sense. I get it. And they did. I've always done everything by the book. I've never tried to, you know, sneak anything or put an extra sponsor on. And they, they checked it. They signed off on it. And then come fight time backstage, they looked at my banner, and it wasn't signed off on. So then they're giving me a hard time. And they're like, you can't walk out. You can't fight. And I'm like, buddy, I don't need this stress right now. I'm about to literally walk out and fight. And this is approved. I mean, it's the same. You see my shorts are approved. It's the same sponsors. Like, what's the problem here? You know, and he's just like, well... This is my job, you know, to like, you know, look after the sponsored banners and make sure that they're they're all right yeah, and everything. Makes an hour. And like we went into this whole, we were like arguing like backstage, and then Hav jumped in and like or Bob or whoever, and and I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, I was like, I was the first guy to ever use a sponsored banner, <laughs> and you're giving me Trend shit center. about it, you know, like it's like crazy. How ironic! I got is that? you this job, dickhead. Well, I didn't say it quite like that. I would have. But I was the first guy to use one, and then they all of a sudden. But going back, I want to go back a little bit. How crazy this is! When I dropped that sponsored banner at UFC 69, not a fucking word was said, not a peep. I didn't know what to do. Dana, the UFC, a fighter, not a single person said a single word to me. They didn't ask a question. They didn't say, you know, why did you do that? How did you do that? Did the UFC approve it? Did you get in any trouble? Not a single word was said, and. If you look at the picture, which we'll have to post, um, you can see Dana looking down as I'm standing there at the teleprompter. And of course, of he's course, he has that yeah. look on his face. Of course, he's thinking to himself, like, what in the hell is Swick doing? Like, what is this? Did big? you ever talk to him about And it was big. No. I've never said This is the first time ever, 10 years later. This is the only time I've ever talked to anybody about this, aside from just you and, and people mm -hmm. that know me. Not a single reporter's ever asked me for my even after that article came out in 2013 from MA Junkie, they never called or got my my. You would think they'd want to know like, why'd you do it? Did the UFC tell you to do it? But immediately following that fight, it became the thing to do. And again, no one ever Every said anything. Every single person. Every the world. fight. The next card had a few more. Boxing did it. Taekwondo. Then a few more. Then a few more. And then pretty soon it was like everybody was doing it. And then after that, the UFC had a whole division for it. Like it started becoming like a. They had a whole like sponsorship department that like checked the sponsors and you had guidelines and forms you had to fill out and everything. And I'm just people, like, wow. If y'all are listening, y'all better thank Mike for that because I'm sure they're getting paid decent. I'm sure somebody would have figured it out either way. But it's just weird to me that like you did it. It's still weird to me that to this day up and you know no one's ever asked about it. That's the strangest thing. Edison was the first to do what a light bulb or some shit. Not to say anybody ever would have done it, but he was the first. You're the Thomas Edison <laughs> That's of the a UFC. Little, a little bit different. A little bit different. I'm just trying to shine some light on the subject. Yeah. That's a light bulb joke, Mike. I get it. I get it. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's that. You know, it's uh, it's cool. I'm going to post that picture soon now that I just got it. I've been busy with this fight card and everything. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, it's historic, I guess, you know. Yeah. I want to make, like, a duplicate, like a remake of that banner and put it at the gym. I've already got so much stuff going up there. Mickey Rourke and like Mark. Yeah, where's, where's our shit from Mickey Rourke? Oh, yeah. That should be coming in soon. If not, we can make a small banner. We don't need the fucking 11, 11 by 11 foot banner. We just do a nah, small we'll, one. Nah, we'll, yeah. Just old school stuff, you know? Yeah. Maybe let this fella do it. So, yeah. And so uh, also we um, we did on the last episode, we um, asked for sponsored or potential uh, sponsored fighters to leave their information. Um 
all their stats, their bio, why they want to be sponsored by AK Thailand. And we were giving away free sponsorships, and we still are. So we're not going to announce that on the show each time because what we're finding out is there's a lot of talented fighters yeah. leaving their information. So we're, we're going to take a lot of shit. We're going to take a lot of these guys, right? Yeah. I mean, we've got Let's a just few. Say we don't take six. You know? Yeah, we've already got a list that we're compiling right now of some of these guys that we're going to go ahead and give them a sponsorship. We, originally, you wanted to do one or two, but man, there's yeah. some high-level guys. that. Yeah, we're getting messages. We're getting people from the um, YouTube channel. But please make sure that you go to episode number seven, seven and leave the comment there because that's the one that we check all the time. Yeah, And and, and then we're compiling the list that's from easier, that video. That's him and I can do it together. Yeah. So, like, obviously, if you send it to my email, he doesn't see it. So yeah. And we got to, you know. So I do, that, that's the best. I do sometimes to. check your emails, just so you know. You don't have my email address. Well, the official company. Well, yeah, but to see how you're doing. Not my personal. You do pretty good, though. The, do pretty good. Yeah, you're doing pretty good. I know. So, uh, yeah, and uh, so keep keep uh, leaving your stats. Um, I want to keep that going, so I don't want to end that. I don't want to say that that's over yet because, man, we might just keep that going for a while. I mean, it's a perfect video talking about Thailand and uh, training and and living and and. Uh, fighting out of here so thank god rain season's almost over buddy yeah i'm sick of this monsoon shit it's actually not too bad though so so for for those of you who don't know about the seasons uh right now is the worst part of the year though we do get probably two to three hours of sun a day so it's not too bad you still go to the beach and enjoy thailand but when it rains it rains a little bit hard when it rains it pours it pours yeah i was gonna say that but that's yeah it's, it's, i don't think you'd be the first to say cliche that. Oh, really yeah so you know and uh and then we, we're going to add some more videos coming up, um, some more snippets of other things. So the latest one we did was Luke. God, man, that thing's taken off. Yeah, so I just, I basically wanted to share Jim's story. So if you look at the last upload we did before this podcast, um, I just basically gave a story just to give you a different perspective of Luke and why he might be as arrogant as you think. I'm not saying he's humble, right? He's never said he's humble, yeah. right? But... That being said, I just wanted to give another perspective of why him, and more so not only him, but like a lot of fighters, like myself. We talked about myself, and, and when I first got in the UFC, like how I had that chip on my shoulder, and like I was I was out to prove to the world that I was capable of being in the UFC, and that could be very easily perceived as being cocky and arrogant, wow. some of the things I said. I'm just saying. So I was giving a different perspective of, uh, of like, that. It's when people always want to whine, like they, oh, you know, LeBron James makes forty million dollars a year or something. Blah, blah, blah. Well, if you were making that forty, you wouldn't be bitching, you know. Yeah. So it's just it's all jealousy and just like I said, that keyboard warrior crap. So yeah. Well, I know. I mean, like I said, there's a. Uh, I mean, yeah, but we're getting good response and like uh, it's, even uh, my Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, we're still pushing that too. Yeah, <laughs> we're still pushing for the Shia LaBeouf fight. Uh, we haven't heard anything back from Shia. Just a no, little update he's there. He's scared, dude. He's scared. But I will say that I've, all, all the comments, people are like, "Mark doesn't know how to lose." Never tried, but I mean, he's right. Yeah, yeah I got to get back on the comments. I mean, we've been so busy for the last yeah. few days. I'm gonna get back on it. Um, the comments from the Luke one's been good. We got 80 comments there, and I'm trying to get through as many as I can. Yeah. A lot I of good we'd ones. Get a lukewarm response, but we've been doing pretty well. Yeah, and then yeah, and the, the Luke one is like hot and cold because. You know, there's a lot of like lukewarm. L yeah, it's lukewarm. <laughs> exactly. Did you just catch that one? Yeah, there's a there's a, it's a love hate. Jokes it's a love hate. Start enjoying them. It's a love hate, man, for sure. But we appreciate the comments, and I'll get on there and answer some of them. And there's the occasional, you know, bad Soul. one where people are just being dicks. Yeah, they just nothing better to do. Yeah, but 
for the most part, they're good, and, and we're going to get back into doing that as well. So keep leaving the comments, definitely, and uh, we'll keep responding. And I'm shocked how positive they've been. Yeah. Seriously. I, I, and again, I want to. I definitely want to say I appreciate that because, uh, um, I mean. It's so easy to talk shit to people. It's yeah. so easy. To be, oh, that guy's a fucking dork. Look at his teeth. He's got small ears, you know. And I don't know what <laughs> they say easy, about me, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I just, the, the comments, they're not, it kind of yeah. picks you up a little bit in the morning, you know. Yeah, it's good. So, like I said, as long as people are enjoying this, we're going to keep doing it. Um, but, man, yeah, definitely. And I want to give a big shout-out to Daniel Cormier. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, a uh, real quick with Mike Swick podcast alum, Yeah, Daniel Cormier. Uh, there you go. And uh, so that he, on his resume. A little update from that podcast. Um, he is getting his belt back. That's or he did get his belt back. Well-deserved, too. And, I mean, I mean, look, look at his post comments. I mean, if you watch the podcast – um, you'll see that we kind of, I, the whole point of the podcast was I wanted to show what kind of guy he really was. Yeah, and he proved guy. it, man. He definitely proved it after getting the belt back. I mean, the, the comments that he's made, how he's acted, you know, especially towards Jones, man, he's just a true champion yeah. through and through. And it's crazy to me that, you know, you see these guys that were saying he shouldn't get the belt back, he should fight for it. And, and even worse than that, that he should, that other people should fight for it, and then he should challenge them. Yeah, and it's like stupid. what? That's dumb. Like, yeah, no, nobody's beaten Daniel Cormier except John Jones, and John Jones can't test clean. I mean, what, what are you supposed? You know, what's he supposed to do? And the point is, and my point about this is, for the people that are like confused about him getting his belt back and they don't think it's right. Okay, so he got knocked out. That, that's their thing. He got knocked out, so he shouldn't knocked be a champion. Out by legal fucking shit. No, but I'm just saying the point is they're saying he got knocked out. When you get knocked out, you shouldn't be a champion. It's just the bottom line. But the issue is this. It's like does that mean every time you get beat in the gym that, that you lose your belt? I mean, and un basically when you, when you pop on a steroid test or a drug test, it's an unsanctioned fight, essentially, you know, or, or it's it's just no it's contest. Like jumped at a club or something. Exactly. Your somebody kicked, you're not gonna. Oh well, you know. Somebody walks up to you and just punches you on the street. It doesn't mean you lose your belt if if you're a champion. Right. And it's the same thing, man. It doesn't count. It's not it's official. Not, yeah. It's a sport. And it's regulated, and that's what's made it safe. That's what's made you it think? popular, and that's what's made it gross. So you got to respect that. So he's never lost his belt, and it doesn't matter that he got knocked out. Do you think Cormier has cashed his check yet? The one that he was I don't saying? know. He's got clarity. I'll have to text him and see. Yeah, I'd like to see. He I just got, want to see what a million-dollar check looks like. Yeah, he got clarity on it. So Don't tell me you've seen one. A million-dollar? No, I haven't seen a million-dollar check, no. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I've seen them, but they weren't like, they I didn't have Mike Swift written on them. I would my pants if I had a million-dollar check. <laughs> yeah. No, you I can do that when you're a millionaire. You can just shit wherever you want. What are people going to do? Speaking of uh, shitting wherever you want, uh, this is a good segue. We're at 800 Dude, now. I fucking no. And, and if you I, guys subscribing so much. And if I if I remember correct, just the last podcast, number seven, I announced that we were at 500. Yeah. So we've gained 300 subscribers in a week or however long it's been. Well, I did put a picture of me shirtless on my Instagram. Is that what you did? That must be from that. If that's what I'm doing. Mean, fuck, sex sells. Apparently. So what that means is you're 200 away. And because it's Luke video, for whatever reason, it's getting a crazy amount of views and comments and subscribes. Dude, I might be getting choked out in two weeks. We've gotten 150 in the last couple of days. So I'm thinking a couple of weeks, buddy, I'm thinking a week, you're gonna, we're gonna get a thousand. So you might wanna start shopping for diapers and like. I'm not gonna shit myself. You very well could. Okay, well if we shit, okay, here's, let's make, if I shit myself, can we please not film it again? No, no but the point is you, you have, people at home need to see what it's like for somebody like yourself who's not a fighter and who's never trained to get choked out. So whatever happens during the choke out process, that's just the way it is. 
Okay. Well, then I'll shit before the podcast. Buddy, you can do whatever you want before the podcast. Maybe you piss yourself. Or maybe you'll throw up. What is, well, why do I have to desecrate my body with fucking urine and feces to make you happy? I'm just saying, dude. I'm, just, I'm not trying to scare you here, but I am kind of trying to scare you, too. I'm not going to lie. I'll just tell him because I don't hide anything from the fans. I tried to get Mike to choke me out a couple of days ago just so I could see what it's like. And he won't do it. He's waiting no. strictly for the podcast. Yeah. It's got to be real, it's man. It's a whole move on you, dude. The, we promised everybody watching that we will choke you out for the first time ever at 1,000 subscribers. And you're already stalling because I'm telling you to get prepared because it's about to happen. You're like, oh, well, we'll wait. You know, it didn't have to be right well, at 1,000. I'm 1, not excited about doing it. Well, yeah, but you're, you're making excuses already. Fighters so don't back out. to not do that. Yeah, but it happens. All of us have been choked out. That's fine. That's your job. Well, your job Have you now, ever dunked on somebody? No. When I was doing it, yes, it's fun. There's no proof you've ever dunked on anybody. You can't I just have throw footage. things out there. I will get there. footage sent from Houston. Two-handed alley-oop all over this fucking kid. All right. Three-quarters Kid. Quarter. Okay, well, good for you. It's a kid. Well, I was 18. He was 16. Sorry. Okay, well, you're not. You're 38 now, so that's been a while. You don't think I can still dunk? No. Oh, your dick hurts. A donut? I don't, no, I don't, I don't eat donuts. Well. I can still dunk. Okay, but the point is... You're going to get choked out, and you can't back out because that's not fair to the fans and to the people watching. Well, I got no problem getting choked out. Well, you seem to because I said today you need to prepare for that, and I'm about to leave well, for how Moscow. How do I prepare for it? Practice laying down? I mean, what the fuck? Practice closing my eyes? Well, you keep stalling. You... I, I said let's go ahead and get this thing ready and prepare. And like, no, no, I'm fine, but you want to choke me out. No, you just want to choke me out. You're just ready to do it. Well, I, I think – well, here's the thing. I'll be honest. I'm not trying to say that we're fake about this, but I want to choke him out before I go to Moscow because I leave tomorrow – and I know we're going to hit 1,000 subscribers in the next few days. Well, see, I think once we hit At the rate that, that we're going, I'm going to be in Moscow. Tough shit. It's so we, like we can, I can the choke second you we get 1,000, you have to choke me out. We, that's, that's, we should. I'm going to be in Moscow anyway, so we might as well post it then. So give, somebody else, you know, give our viewers something to watch while I'm gone. When you win the lottery, you don't get it that second because you have the winning numbers. You this have ain't to. a lottery. This is just a... It you, is for you. But why are you stalling? I'm just trying to explain. I'm, you asking you just, I'm just asking why you're stalling. You're stalling right now again. I'm not excited to get choked out. But I, when, so you're we, stalling. when we hit 1,000, what if, God forbid, you don't come back from Russia? What? How did that get that escalated quickly? Well, because that means that you wouldn't be able to choke me out. So, so then let's do it and get it over with. So at least we can give the viewers what they were promised. Huh. Yeah, even if I don't come back from Russia, we will get 1,000 subscribers at the rate that we're going. I will go to Russia and you can choke me out. No. After I get a visa. See, you're proving me right. You're stalling. Yeah, I'm, I'm stalling. I'm not going to lie. I'm not excited what are you the about most, it. What are you the most afraid of? I just want to wake the fuck back up is basically what it is. I'll wake you up, dude. I don't want to die in your arms <laughs> But let me ask on, you this. on a camera. Let me ask you this. If you had a choice of dying in anyone's arms, who are your top three? If you had to. You had to pick three guys. Or people? I've never really thought about it, what? but it'd probably be, I'd go, um, Megan Fox would be fun. <laughs> no, come uh, on. People that would actually, you know, be there for you. Oh. Um, well, I do have a father and a okay, there's brother. One. Oh, that's two. Who's the third? That's sitting to your right. Ah, fuck. So see? He doesn't have thumbs. Oh, you. So That's fine. I'll take, you know, yes. I'm man. not going to kill you. I've choked people out my whole We're life. We're signing a waiver because if you kill me. No, no, no. You have to give permission to the camera that if something happens, I'm not responsible. How are you not responsible? You're <laughs> the one fucking choking me. Yeah, but you agreed 
that you would get choked out on camera. All right, fine. It's probably no big deal. I'm probably just making a big fuss. I don't know. But I just never had it happen to me. So you want to do it right after this? No, no, no. I don't know. No, I want to eat so, first. <laughs> so you want to eat? You want to prepare by eating? So we can call it like a last meal just to... Yeah, I want to have... <laughs> I want to have a 7-Eleven croissant as my last meal here in Thailand. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, so I'm going to Moscow on, well, tomorrow. I'm actually going to pack. So um, that's going to be cool. And hopefully you'll join me one of these days. It's the one place yeah, that you I've, haven't went that I've went. And I'm, I'm supporting. I've never uh, been to Indonesia. I've uh, never been to China. Never been to Florida. Never been to Canada. Okay. So you've taken okay. me nowhere. I've taken you everywhere. Cool. Except Moscow. Okay, but the point is, I'm... Uh, yeah, Byron was cool. Byron, California. Well, you got to see people jumping out of planes. So I'm going to Moscow on uh, tomorrow, and uh, I'm going to support Ultimate Fitness, my friend Tolia's gym, yeah. and then meet up with uh, Khabib. And, I miss uh, Tolia. Khabib is going to be there, I think, at the end of the month here. Hopefully we'll be able to meet up and then go to Eagles MMA. It's Eagles, yeah. So I'll train at Eagles MMA, Ultimate Fitness. And so if anyone's watching from Russia, I will be there starting tomorrow for at least a week. So I'll be traveling around Moscow and training and hanging out, mostly at Ultimate Fitness. But, uh, Are you doing an appearance or is it just hanging out with friends? I'm going to do a seminar on October. I'll put it on my Instagram. I think it's October 3rd or 1st or 2nd maybe. It's not the 3rd, I don't think. So it's on my Instagram. I'll put it on my Instagram tomorrow. Um, so we'll be doing a seminar. It's a master class. It's what they call it in Russia. Huh. That, that must mean I'm a master then. Well, you are in the Hall of Fame. Well, you are. Okay, but I know you're gonna. I know you set me up for something here. Yeah. Well, no. I'm just. Gonna, I'm gonna bring that picture. We're gonna sneak it into this podcast somehow. Why don't we hang the motherfucker up here? God, we have so much space. We can. We don't have to keep it like this. We can change it up a little bit, huh? Yeah, it's yeah, all right. Fucking kind of boring. So we need to. It's part of our ambiance. We could hang the uh, the certificate right there. All right. So if you have nothing else better to say, we'll let we'll let these viewers go and keep yeah. it a short podcast this time. So that's fine. Yeah, we we got the story out about the the first sponsored banner, and it was kind of cool to to shed light on that because, like I said, nobody's ever asked me about that. It's kind of weird. We've so, got to find that banner. It's we threw it in the back of the. It's gone, dude. We just threw it down and like. But. If anyone has any questions, post it on the comments under the video, and we will address it mm. because it's, it is historic, you know. And uh, like I said, I didn't even know at the time that I was the first. I knew I was taking a big risk. I but, will say, but we uh, did it. You were the first person I ever saw to wear an affliction shirt. Yeah, that that has no relevance on anything, but well, that's cool. Shouldn't have been that first person. Oh. <laughs> it's a okay. fucking affliction. You had to wash it with jewelry cleaner. It was so bedazzled. Yeah, not mine. I didn't get a bedazzled one. Bullshit. Was it? I'm ninety percent sure. Well, in my eyes, I'm sure it was. All right. So don't do that again. All right, I won't. Fucking <laughs> affliction. But well, anyway. anyway. Oh. oh, good segue. Nice. So cool, guys. So thanks again for the comments and uh, for the views, and we will. We're. we're probably bringing you an interesting guest next we're trying to book somebody really cool so <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to spoil it uh, i want to tell them doesn't happen but it's gonna fucking happen 
it's going to happen, but it's going to be a good one. So we're getting prepared for yeah, that. Um, not safe for work. Is that a, a thing? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, you might want to put the earphones in on this one, not share it with the kids. Yeah, we want to have a little shock value for the next this podcast. Yeah, this, this one, I'm, I've been looking forward to this. And, buddy, hey, I got this guest. Yeah. Yeah, you got to give me some love. I'm starting. You've been, you've been talking to this guy for a long time. You know him more than I do, yeah. and, and I'm in the sport. Yeah. but I've never even talked to him, to be honest with you. He's, More than just like hello and like he's something him. special. Y'all will definitely appreciate this next guy, man. Yeah, I mean he keeps me quiet. I mean, because yeah. it's no point in talking. Just let him go. Well, yeah. before you give it away, we'll we'll I'm uh, not gonna say who. We'll keep the suspense going, and uh, we're gonna get that uh, uploaded really fast after this one because we had kind of a little bit of break between seven and eight. So uh, we'll get that one uploaded uh, pretty soon after this one. Sounds good. All right, guys. So thanks for watching again, and uh, it's good to be back. Yeah. And I'm going to be gone again. I'm going to miss you, buddy. And we'll show you that choke video. I will the next, uh, tweet uh, out the days. address of this place. We're having a party here whenever you leave. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So. Yeah, he has parties when I leave and takes over and just wrecks the house. Yeah, not your room. I stay out of your room. Yeah, because I lock it with fucking chains and bolts and everything else I can find. There's just another way in. Yeah, you figured that out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Good stuff. Like I said, stay tuned for the uh, the next guest is going to be a hoot. Yeah, all right. So let's try to make sure we can get that hammered down. I'm trusting you on that one. If it falls through, it's his fault. Yeah. All my guests have shown up. So. All right. Let's wrap this up. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>